0: Hello welcome to Prince Drive by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about East from N.E.W.S. Recorded on the 6th of February 2003 at Paisley Park, released on the 30th of June 2003 as a download and on the 29th of July 2003 as a CD. Uh, on the track we have Prince, John Blackwell, Renato Nato, Rhonda Smith and Eric Leeds. The track is 14 minutes exactly and joining me to talk about today is Antu. Hello Antu.
1: Uh, hey Darren. Uh, in terms of
0: like the title, I think uh. it gives away a little bit of what the genre is. Uh, For some reason, Prince decided that a pitch bend on a keyboard would be enough to (laughs) make his song sound Middle Eastern. And so that is... It's basically kind of like Middle Eastern jazz. Uh, Certainly for the first like five minutes, and then it kind of turns into a different song uh, from that point on. Um, And then... At the eight-minute mark, we kind of get this weird shift into like a guitar song. Like the guitar becomes really prominent.
1: Is that the Did do Did It's
0: the notable shift towards the electric yeah. guitars. And then towards the end, we kind of get this this kind of weird shimmering guitar. And then it starts with this kind of like heavily kind of metallic crunching guitar. And you <laughs> yeah. have like a bass yeah. solo. And... Yeah, that weird yeah. D-
1: so the... just that bomb. It's kind of almost like a Black Sabbath riff. Yeah,
0: Prince kind of takes us some places throughout this song. (laughs) Starting, like I said, with this kind of... This attempt at Middle Eastern, you know, like where he has this this kind of note that gets held and kind of gets, it wobbles a little bit, Mm -hmm. and I guess that's meant to signify that we're in the Middle East. You know, it almost has like a kind of belly dancing feel, I think, Mm -hmm. maybe a bit of residual influence from uh, Maite there. He went to the Middle East for, um, you know, for cymbal. There's a little tiny bit of, I guess if you were to listen to cymbal, then listen to this. There's some of the songs that kind of have a a kind of similar feel. There's a lot of keyboards at the start. I don't know what's what's going on with this particular track. But you have that keyboard, and then a second keyboard comes in, and then you have some low notes on the keyboard playing the bass line. We finally get some other instruments at about a minute and a half where you start to have this kind of fast drum beat coming in Mm -hmm. from John Blackwell. And I'd say that, you know, even though there are solos for a lot of other instruments on this particular track, this really does kind of spotlight John Blackwell. You know, in each different section, there's at least a small break where you get some kind of drum solos going on. Yeah, he's,
1: he's kind of stitching it together in a way, as in like whenever all the other instruments kind of drop out, he's kind of keeping keeping the time.
0: Ideally, I would think that these are actually like four separate songs, but <laughs> Prince has insisted that they are 14 minutes of one song. So, But as each part finishes, the kind of connective tissue between each of them is just kind of the guitar and the drums, kind of the start of each section. Three and a half minutes in, we get like a keyboard solo uh, using the pitch bend. In comes Eric Leeds, with the saxophone and then you have the guitar and saxophone together um, kind of playing the same line shortly before the first part ends and we get this kind of breakdown with the drums and the keyboard and I particularly like it about you know five minutes ten when you get John Blackwell coming in with like a mini drum solo where you know for about 30 seconds it's just him kind of keeping the beat but also kind of just adding little kind of bits and pieces to it we switch from for some reason I don't know why but we switch from the keyboards of the first part you know the guitars in the second half we have this kind of this guitar (laughs) I don't know, it's like a little riff that keeps coming back for the next few minutes. Are you talking
1: about that really low boom, boom, boom?
0: And there's also like this kind of weird whooshing noise that kind of starts coming in as well, just before the kind of Middle Eastern keyboard returns about halfway through the song for this this weird little short solo.
1: That chunky distorted guitar reminds me of (laughs) that Metallica. Uh, and Lou Reed record. That's how sort of called Lulu, I believe is the name. Yes, of the album. it's called Lulu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I have yep. not listened to
0: that because apparently it's a terrible album.
1: Yes, it's uh... it, apparently it's supposed to be so bad it's great. I don't think that that's uh... a thing that is true. <laughs> I think that it's just. Very bad.
0: If the if the aim was for this to represent the East, yep. Prince immediately starts putting guitars in there yeah. and kind of kind of undercuts it straight
1: away. There, there's some like chimes that's semi kind of almost Eastern in a way with weird chimes or whatever. You know,
0: as we get towards the middle of the song, like I said, we have this solo on this on this kind of keyboard that Prince seems to have the pitch bend broken on, and then he he kind of brings the guitar back in a little bit, and then we have more than one saxophone. So uh, like I know that most of this track was done live as like Prince did the whole the whole of this album basically in one day guessing that second saxophone is probably some overdubbing that he did at a later date you know and then everything kind of drops out and we get to about the eight minute mark and it's just it's just this guitar the saxophone and drums kind of come back in together and then we have this weird pattern where about every minute Everything drops back out and just the guitar plays for about 10 seconds and then kind of some new instruments come back in. You know, first of all, we got like uh, the Fender Rhodes and the drums do a solo, you know, the second time after the saxophone solo. And that then moves into a keyboard solo, uh, which then becomes a guitar solo and Prince has like a, a wah-wah effect on that. And then Eric Leeds picks up his tenor saxophone and mm. we get ourselves a nice little tenor saxophone solo. That kind of is counterpointed by... John Blackwell coming in with some drums, like the tenor saxophone and the drums. Probably my favorite part of the song, talking about kind of 10 minutes to 11 minutes in. And then towards the end, I don't know why Prince did this, but everything's, I mean, maybe he did it so he could get it to 14 minutes, but everything starts (laughs) to really slow down and you just have like this, the drums get slower and slower and you have this kind of shimmery guitar effect and then it's just the drums kind of just keeping the beat for about 30 seconds before Prince comes in with this like heavy electric guitar Um, and then you get a little bit of like the bass kind of you know you get just prints on the piano and then that kind of gets quieter and quieter and then for about the last like 35 seconds you can kind of barely hear anything Mm -hmm. and that just kind of basically gradually dies away until the track finishes. This track would have been better suited to being like I think at least two distinct tracks you know it's kind of difficult to talk about instrumentals because (laughs) I think a lot of it is down to how you feel about the instrumentals I would say like that from roughly the five minute mark onwards we get a bit more of a spotlight on both uh, John Blackwell and you know there's a lot more kind of saxophone stuff from Eric Leeds Prince doing little kind of guitar runs and stuff it's not that really that interesting you know I've heard people play scales on a guitar I don't need them in the middle of a jazz song I, th- I think kind of the improvisation that's coming from Eric Leeds and some of the kind of the different rhythmic stuff that John Blackwell are doing I think those are the more interesting parts of this song if you're listening to this song for the first time I can imagine people being like I don't know what's going on here and <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I even really enjoy what's happening like it's just this weird noise you know I, I feel like that opening thing could have been about 20 seconds it would have had the same effect you
1: sort of definitely see how this was like probably written and recorded in a day and probably cut down from maybe an hours-long improvisation you know saying it's directed by print you can probably vibing on this and then for a bit and then work out a section of the song and then like him signalling to the band, like, move on, we gotta...
0: Uh, like, this particular track, it, it, it's a lot more segmented than some of the other tracks on this album. I, like, I, I feel like the, it takes so long to kind of get going that eventually, once it starts, you know, once you, once you actually get to the meat of the song, which kind of starts roughly about three and a half minutes in, I feel by that point, you might, you know, Prince probably has lost a lot of people with this kind of very long, drawn-out introduction. So it's like I feel like you could e- you could easily lose like the first minute and a half off this song maybe even 2 3 minutes and start it there and it would still work as a song but yeah it does it does have the feeling of Prince maybe making people play for like 20 30 minutes or something and then kind of finding the 14 minutes Um, obviously this this weird I don't know I don't even know why Prince was like yeah they've all got to be 14 minutes long (laughs) I don't know what the significance of that is it's just kind of it's kind of crazy Um, it's not as fun as like 319 which is a song which has a segue after it which means if you include the segue in the song it runs for 3 minutes and 19 seconds like that's fun having four yeah, songs but... that run for 14 minutes just test just test your uh, test your patience a little bit and then I think this is something that's kind of true of these these two kind of jazz albums it's just mostly down to taste I think on whether or not you enjoy them I...
1: mostly down to taste what do you mean this got nominated for a Grammy for best uh, yeah. pop instrumental I
0: d- well I mean aren't there something like 159 Grammy categories I feel like if you release something it's going to get nominated for some, for a Grammy about something at some point Like also that kind of directive by Prince thing is an interesting credit because it does give the feeling of Prince being like let's try this or let's try that and doing it for like five minutes and then being like yeah I'll stick that in somewhere like (laughs) the idea of you know composed written performed by Prince that that has the idea of Prince having a plan whereas this whole album does feel a little bit kind of you know lots of different directions but yeah I mean for me I would say I don't know three out of five on this one like you know the kind of the introduction loses me a little bit Um, And then it kind of comes back a bit during the middle of the song, but then, like, that weird slowdown for the last four minutes just kind of feels like it's wasting my time. So if this song was, like, maybe, I don't know, nine minutes long, I think maybe it would be a four out of five, but at 14 minutes, I can't go any higher than this. I,
1: I, I, look, I feel like the musicianship on show is great and but it's a bit meandering and it kind of has i know it there's very few parts i can remember of this song like that stayed in my head you know i think giving it a solid three just out of respect on like the adventurous Nature of it and like it, yeah, the decent playing. And it's all there's a lot more stretching going on here than the last jazz album, I will say. Like, it's yes, probably <laughs> arbitrarily deciding, hey, I'm gonna have a 14 minute track. Like, yes, probably gets people, probably forced Prince to be a bit more ambitious.
0: Having Eric leads on this album, you know, in the studio, probably pushed Prince a little bit more than. Having, um, you know, Candy Dolphin, having Candy yeah. Dwarfer come in and do overdubs, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's not going to challenge you, whereas having Eric Leeds in the studio, you know, that's, that is a bit more challenging. And I think that was one of the strengths of Madhouse as well, was the fact that Eric Leeds was the one who kind of led that stuff and, you know, kind of made Prince go a little bit outside his comfort zone. Um, and you know we can't fault Prince for trying something different. You know mm-hmm. people people kind of complained about how Prince kind of got stuck in a rut in the late 90s. It's nice that here he's like, well let's try let's try a jazz album that's 56 minutes divided into four tracks. And <laughs> see where see where that goes. Uh, obviously you know it led to Musicology because Prince was like, clearly I'm not a jazz artist. Um, you know and releasing two jazz albums six months apart probably <laughs> was enough to test the patience of his most loyal fans.
1: That hearing you say. Say that, saying clearly, I'm not a jazz artist. As in, obviously, obviously, Prince had the chops and the musicality. I, I know it. It kind of bums me out, like hearing just he if he had focus, he, if he had actually focused at this instead of just having, like, directed this <laughs> directed this album, quote unquote. Yeah. I think, yeah, like you, I'd be really amazed at what he could have done. And there's probably stuff in the vault, but like. Yeah, this just sounds like yeah, meandering like, like really great musicians kind of meandering a bit, and that's a, a bit of a bummer for me, frankly. I mean,
0: you know, there there was a rumored album that he did with Miles Davis. You know, why not release that? You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be showing everyone that you can do jazz, you know, release the album that Miles Davis recorded when he popped round your house a few <laughs> years earlier. Like,
1: I'm I'm sure that would have been pretty great. Like, uh, like. Yeah, I'm sure and, it will I'm, be once yeah, it eventually
0: just... gets released by the estate. <laughs> so, But, you know, if you're going to show off, like, being, you know, if you're going to be a jazz man, then I think having Miles Davis there probably would have been a bigger selling point. But it, as it is, he, he had an idea, and yeah. 14 minutes a track was his idea. So
1: um, I felt like we said... So basically, yes? uh, Cording Time, still a superior song than, <laughs> than any... <laughs> well, I don't think so, but... <laughs> uh, you know, so I think we said about as much as we possibly can about East. So, uh, let's go to plugs. Is uh, there anything yeah. you wish to plug onto? Uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Antu Comedy That's spelled A N H T U comedy.
0: And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Drive by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, unless, of course, you are Eric Leeds. By all means, do email us, Eric Leeds.
1: At, at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks once more for being my guest here, aren't you? Uh, no, no problem, Darren. I'm. I'm glad this episode should hopefully be longer than 14 <laughs> minutes. We'll see. And otherwise, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> All right, goodbye.